So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This episode is a live recording of a training in our free Facebook group, Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches. If you are a registered dietitian, RD2B, or nutrition coach interested in learning more about how you can start and grow your nutrition business, then we'd like to invite you to join us in our Facebook group where you can receive additional resources and trainings to help you on your journey. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome to the Online Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutritionists Facebook group. My name is Javier Carlin, and this is Marissa Case, and we are the founders of this awesome community, and we're so excited to have you here on this beautiful Monday evening where we are live here with you every single week, and uh, we're here uh, to really just help you to the best of our abilities uh, to gain some clarity and direction and focus. and potentially, you know, some skill sets that can help you get to that next level in your business and in your life. So we are diving in to the nine steps to gain clinical freedom. All right. So let's go ahead and dive right in. The nine steps to gaining clinical freedom. All right. So step number one, or phase number one, is setup. And within setup, there are three different steps. So we're going to dive into these one by one. So first is self-mastery audit. So with the self-mastery audit, there are a couple things to keep in mind. First and foremost, what do you want, right? What do you want for your business? What do you want for your life? And why are you trying to build a business? Next thing is why do you want it? What actions must you take daily in order to move the needle forward in your business? And are you willing to do these actions, right? Because it's one thing to have it on your calendar and say that you're going to do something, but it's another thing that if you are actually going and willing to take these actions. Now, in the beginning, right, in the beginning of, of business, um, it was tough. You know, we had some good days. We had some not so good days. We had some days that we were on fire and we were super excited and we had some days that we just didn't want to do anything and stay in bed all day. Right. And business, something to keep in mind is business is tough, right? Especially in the beginning, getting it off the ground. And one thing that really helped us in our business is we wrote our why, our motivation, motivational quotes, inspirational quotes, things to remember on some sticky notes. And we placed those sticky notes all over our house. I remember we had some on our bathroom. So when we were brushing our teeth first thing in the morning, 
we were able to see those sticky notes to remind us of our why, why we were doing it. We had sticky notes on our door. We had sticky notes everywhere. So that was one thing that really helped us keep the motivation going, even when it got a little tough. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you hear constantly, but many people don't do it and do it daily. Uh, we need constant reinforcement, constant reminders uh, of why we're doing what we're doing. So next we have breakthrough planning. So once we've determined what we want and why we want it, we need to have a goal. Okay. If we had, you know, take uh, the game of basketball, for example, right? If there was no hoop on either side, it would be a bunch of people running around without a purpose, without an intended goal, with nothing to shoot for. And they would look like, you know, they would look like crazy people just running around in circles, right? So we don't want you to be a crazy person running around in circles. We want you to have a direct goal to aim for. So you have a much higher likelihood of hitting it. So you need to start with determining your goal. Then you have to focus on reverse engineering that goal. What has to happen on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis and daily basis for you to actually get closer to hitting that goal. Okay. Now, when you're starting to plan your business, a part of that planning, you have to end up deciding, okay, well, who do I want to help? And you want to decide on one person to help, okay, your niche for at least, I used to say 90 days for at least a year. Okay. A year at the very least of complete focus and daily action towards helping that specific person and understanding deeply the problem that you are that you are solving for them okay so this is all part of uh step number two out of nine okay is breakthrough planning so the third step once we have done a self-mastery audit once we have done breakthrough planning go ahead and write this one down in the chat put offer blueprint so when it comes to the first phase which is setup and we've started to already understand the people that we want to serve and what problems they're having. Now, based on our experience and the discoveries that we've made in helping ourselves throughout our journey or other people, we want to go ahead and package that into a solution. Okay, so we want to start creating solutions for these problems, for these challenges that the people that we want to serve are facing. We want to go ahead and package them up and price them with a 10x value method in mind. So the value in someone's mind has to be greater than what the investment actually is. And there's a method to actually pricing your services, to pricing your programs and your products so that it is 10x. And so people see the value in it and are more likely to move forward. And so you see the value in it and are happy to get people to enroll with you, okay? So this is step number three of nine, on the path to gaining clinical freedom. Cool. So next we have serve. Okay. And one of the things in our journey on this path that we did early on was this, and I don't recommend it. Okay. It was trying to serve every single person on this planet, be everywhere and everything for everyone. That is not a good idea. Okay. And honestly, one of the things that burnt us out the most early on was the idea, and you've probably heard this before, let me, let me know if you've heard of this before, but being on every single platform. 
We did that. We did that for quite a while and we were left with nothing but feeling burnt out, exhausted and overwhelmed. And the reason is that, you know, we had heard these things, these ideas, this concept of omnipresence from so many people. And actually there's nothing wrong with it, but there is something wrong with doing the right thing at the wrong time. And when you do the right thing at the wrong time, you end up sometimes, many times in a worse position than you were before. So you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing at the right time. Now, with that in mind, okay, one of the things that we did at that point, because we were so burnt out, was stop completely. We, we stopped doing everything. And who knows that that's not a good idea, right? But I know in the chat, if you know, that's not a good idea either. I so know. about a month in, we started to reassess and reevaluate. And we decided, let's start with one. Let's start with focusing on one platform. And when we started to serve on one platform, focused on one niche and had one clear offer, things started to move forward for us, for us. Okay. Because we were, we were really intentional about the work that we were doing. We were really intentional about the content that we were putting out there. So when it comes to serving, okay, we want to make sure that we're doing it in the best way possible for the time and place that we're at in our business. Make sense? Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and to add to that too, we were talking to a dietitian um, who joined our program about a week ago and we're talking to her today and she was like, oh my goodness, like I'm so burnt out uh, with social media. She's like, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn and I don't really know how to use them, but I'm, but I'm posting these things, right? And we said, it's okay, you know? So we, we were able to look at her social media, see, you know, which place she was doing really good on. And we were able to say, you know what? It's okay if you don't post on that, that platform and that platform and it's okay. And just focus on this one. And she literally was like, thank you. Thank you. Cause nobody has ever said that to me before. Right. So it is totally okay just to focus and zone in on one platform and forget all the other ones and do your best and maximize that one platform, because then you're going to be really able to have the most kind of bang for your buck. When it comes to social media, you're not going to be burned out. You're not going to be feeling so overwhelmed. You're not going to be feeling so stressed. And that will actually allow you to produce better content that will be able to serve your clients and potential clients at the highest level. hundred percent. Cool. So let's talk about serving. So first is our client attraction method. So when it comes to client attraction, especially on social media, we need to be visible on social media. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be visible? Well, when people come across our page, right, they need to know what we do. They need to know who we help. And our profile has to display that we are the expert in that field, right? We also have to be posting consistently and in order to be visible on social media, because social media is a pretty fast moving platform. If we're just posting once a week, a couple times a month. Our posts aren't going to be seen by many people. And if our posts aren't seen by many people, therefore we can't help many people. Okay. So being visible on social media is key. And again, that's why it's better to focus on just one platform instead of 50, right? It's a lot easier 
to post content for one platform than it is for three, four, five platforms a day. Yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. Next is creating relatable content on your social media. So with social media, we definitely want to have some personality. We want to be ourselves on social media, but at the same time, we want to post content that's going to attract our ideal clients. So it's very important to know what your ideal clients are currently struggling with, what are their pains, their frustrations, and post some content that shows that you understand exactly what they're feeling, what they're going through. And when a potential client or somebody that you could possibly help is going through social media comes across your page, they want to say, wow, I just read this post by this dietitian, this physical therapist, this healthcare expert, and they get me. They really understand what I'm going through. And because of that, they're going to engage with your content. They might comment on it. They may like it. They may save it for later. And when that happens, the next time you post content, it's most likely, they're most likely going to see it again. And they're going to become nurtured by your content. Okay. And then third is to build relationships on social media. We want to build relationships just like we build relationships in person, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, except instead of being actually face to face, we are on social media. So again, building relationships, genuine relationships on social media, truly engage with people, care about people, have genuine conversations, and don't even think about it as I'm trying to sell every single person I talk to. That's not the way we want to think about it. Go in, be yourself, have genuine intentions on social media and just focus on building relationships. That's going to be the best thing you can do on social media. A hundred percent. Beautiful. So next in the serve phase is the strategic content formula. So last week we actually hosted our content to clients challenge uh, and it was amazing. And we actually covered this in depth. Uh, But a couple of the takeaways that we want you to take away today is number one, post consistently. Okay. You, there is more skepticism and a lack of trust now more than ever. There are more coaches, right? Nutrition coaches out there more than ever. And many people are waiting to see if you are going to continue to show up, if you're going to remain consistent to see if they can trust you. So we have to repose consistently. And we don't, when we don't have a team, when we are solo in our business, this is why it's even more important that we are being consistent. And that's why it's easier to focus on one core platform. Is that, is that making sense now why that's important? Yes. So we want to make sure that we're posting consistently. The second thing here is understanding the three connections. Now we went over this in more depth in the challenge, like I mentioned, uh, but very briefly, we have identity connection content. We have emotional connection content, and we have logical connection content. And when we're posting, we need to make sure that we're hitting those three connections. Otherwise, if we're missing one of those marks, then we're going to be uh, not resonating and relating with the people that we want to serve as much as we possibly can and not fully taking advantage of the content that we're posting. So in that, okay, uh, we actually teach this at a higher level inside of our main coaching program, the Healthcare Business Accelerator. So if anyone, if you're interested in finding out more information and getting on the waitlist, just go ahead and comment waitlist down below. Uh, we'll get you uh, registered for the waitlist and we'll let you know once we're open because uh, we do go into these uh, three connections at a much deeper level. And uh, this is actually the process that we take our clients through. So the third point here is you want to stay on top of the trends, okay? 
stay on top of the trend. So uh, with social media and with these platforms that we're using, you know, the things that capture people's attention the most are not is, is novelty are, are new things that are happening, new fad diets, you know, all these things good or bad that we can actually use to our advantage to get people more interested in what we have to say. So when we stay on top of the trends and we ride that wave, people are more likely to pay attention to us as well because it's already things that they're interested in and that's catching their attention. So we want to make sure that we're doing that within our strategic content formula. Okay. Cool. So the next is Facebook group growth. And within this, we want to create a community. Now for us, we love Facebook, right? We have an amazing Facebook community here. A bunch of you guys are on watching live with us or watching the replay. And we just love, love, love creating this community where we have a bunch of like-minded individuals going through the same process, dealing with the same things. And we're able to just connect, right? And for us, Facebook has been the best place to create a community, but maybe there's another place where you find that you can create a really great community online. So whatever it is for you, having a community and supportive environment is going to be key uh, for your business and for your growth um, in your business. And with that said, we can't have a community without people in it. So when you create this community, want to invite people to the party. We're always saying, you know, if you know any other healthcare professionals, any other dietitians, nutritionists that would benefit from the information in this group, feel free to invite them to the party because we would love to serve them. We would love to share our knowledge and information with them and help these dietitians and healthcare professionals build the business of their dreams. So Make sure that when you guys build your community, you're telling people, you know, hey, if you know anyone that would benefit from the information in this group, feel free to invite them, right? The more the merrier, right? And then last but not least, within these communities, what we want to do is provide value. So you guys know every single week, no matter if it's a holiday or what, or it's the New Year's, we are here for you guys providing valuable content to help you grow your business. So you guys would want to do the same thing within your community because that keeps people coming back. They're always wanna, they always wanna learn from you and it really nurtures them um, and gets them and builds that know, like, and trust factor. And eventually if people see you, they you know are watching your content and they resonate with, with it, eventually they may want to move forward with you in your programs, products, or services. So providing value is the way to go. Awesome. Yes. So last but definitely not least, the third phase is sell. So really, when it comes to sell, we have to realize this one thing. Okay, the bottom line is this. The bottom line is that selling is serving. And in the past, you know, I had I felt a little bit, you know, um, resistant to getting good at selling. And the reason was that I had a bad experience of what selling actually meant. So how many of you have had past experiences with sales that weren't the best feeling? Well, one thing that I realized, especially as healthcare professionals, that we have a moral and ethical obligation to help as many people as possible. If we have something good, we have to get it to as many people as possible, right? So if that is the case, and the only way to get something great into someone else's hands and do it in a way that they're actually committed so they get results, right? Because more, more committed people get better results, right? And it, the only way to get someone committed is by them financially investing in themselves so they have some skin in the game. Then by 
then, then if we're putting those pieces together, then we have to get good at selling because that's the only way we can truly help someone, right? Selling is serving. So if that is the case, right? And if it's our moral and ethical obligation to do so, then we have to learn how to do it, but do it in a way where it's authentic, right? Where we feel good about it, where both parties feel great about it, where it's a win-win. So when we started to learn that, that system, we were able to help out so many more people and we want the same thing for you. So when it comes to sales, okay, a couple of things we have to realize and a couple of things that we had to improve ourselves and that we help our clients with is number one, learning how to present your offer, okay, and not making it about you, but making it about them, developing the sell to serve mindset. That's really important for you to feel good about offering your services to someone. And number three is getting constant feedback, okay? There is no failure. There's only feedback. And when we're getting, when, when we're developing a new skill, it takes someone, right, to, to give you feedback on it so that you can improve on it. There's many things that you may not catch that someone like myself or Marissa might catch to help you improve these, this skill and to help you do it in a way that feels good, that feels authentic, that where people actually want to move forward and get your help and pay you a lot of money for your help. Right. And that'd be a great thing, wouldn't it? So getting feedback is very, very important when it comes to mastering the skill of selling. All right. So next is the group program design. Now, some of you may want to eventually have a group program and we're going to show you how to do that. We're going to give you a little taste of how we do that right here. And, and we talk about this more uh, in our coaching program. And so for those of you guys that want to have a group program, this is what you're going to want to do. Number one, ideally, you are starting your business off by helping people one-on-one, -on -one, okay? And ideally, they are within a, the same niche, within the same type of population, because you're going to be able to work with these people one-on-one, -on -one, and you're going to start to see some trends that pop up. You're going to see, you're going to start to see that you're going to take people through certain frameworks and processes, okay? And when you do that time after time after time, you're going to have a, your own framework, your own method dialed in. And what that's going to let you do is it's going to let you take multiple people and run them through your exact same program at the same time. And that's how you're able to have a group program. Now, for those of you that say, you know, I don't want to have a group program. I want to work one-on-one. -on -one. I truly, truly love working one-on-one. -on -one. All good. You can definitely do that. You don't have to have a group program. So I just wanted to to say that as well. But for those that do want to have a group program, once you work with people one-on-one, -on -one, once you have your framework and process, then you can launch your group program and get people going through your program at the same time. And with that, you're able to, number one, help a lot more people with less of your time. So you're essentially able to free up some of your time and spend it however you like, maybe getting more clients into your program, or relaxing, spending time with your family, friends, going on vacation, whatever it may be. So you're helping a lot more people with a lot less of your time. Because wouldn't you say it's easier to counsel maybe 10 people on group coaching calls versus having 10 individual calls, which is about 10 hours of your time? Which one's easier, group or one-on-one? -on -one? Or should I say, which one takes up less of your time, mm -hmm. group 
or one-to-one, right? So just something you wanna think about as you start to grow your business. And again, you do not have to do group if you don't want to, but it is a great option if you're gonna be working with a specific type of clientele and you're gonna be taking them all through the same process, cool? Cool, so here's the last thing that we implement and that our clients implement uh, to, to gain that clinical freedom and to be able to, to sustain it, maintain it and continue to scale. So the last step here in the cell phase is scaling with events. Okay. So once we've mastered one-to-one sales, once we've uh, developed a group program where we're able to help people one-to-many, and it's actually a great environment to be in because everyone actually loves hearing other people's perspectives. They pick up on something different that someone else uh, might have not picked up on, right? So there's a lot of a lot of interaction that happens and a lot of collaboration that happens, which is really, really great to build a community and a support system. So the, the last step here is you want to start and get to the point where you're hosting monthly events. So monthly events could be in-person workshops. It could be virtual workshops. It could be webinars. It could be master classes. Um, it could be a five-day challenge. There are different types of events that you could host inside of your business to actually scale your business. So what this allows you to do is it allows you to speak one to many. Okay. It allows you to maximize your effort and your exposure. So you're able to talk one to many. You're able to get in front of more people. You're able to communicate a message that inspires and educates people to want to move forward to working with you. Okay. And it actually allows you to do that with a lot less effort. So you're able to maximize your effort and ultimately get even greater results for who, for you and for the clients that you're serving. So the last point here is it actually allows you to scale your revenue because you're able to talk one to many, right? More people enrolling your products and services at one time or with greater ease. So now you're not just saving a bunch of time, right? By doing this one to many conversation as opposed to one to one, but you're also able to make a lot more money, right? And isn't that what business is about, right? One of the things that, that a business entails is the, is the ability to actually stay in business. And the only way you can stay in business is if your business makes money. And how do you make money? By helping more people. And how many of you want to help more people put help more people in the chat if that is you, okay? So if you want to do that, can you see how actually hosting events, right? And doing them as frequent as possible could be beneficial for your business, of course, right? So that's the step. That is step number nine, okay? So if we look at the big picture here, okay? It's set up, serve, and sell. Those are the three phases. And then the nine steps to, to gain clinical freedom, the steps that we took, and that we teach our clients to do, okay, is self-mastery audit, breakthrough planning, offer blueprint, client attraction method, the strategic content formula, Facebook group growth, sales mastery, group program design, and scale with events. That is how you do it, okay? So with all of that, I hope that this was valuable and we will see you all next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. 
so, I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.